Hello and welcome to Nailing It Down, a podcast dedicated to reporting and analyzing current events, tapping whatever knowledge and expertise we can to get as close to the truth as possible. I'm Mark Kelly. I'm using this edition of Nailing It Down to give people a better idea what I was thinking when I researched and wrote a book about human rights. The title is This Mere Existence, Motivation and Strategies for Restoring Human Rights. For those who haven't heard about my latest book, or would like a better idea of its genesis and purpose, here's the first chapter of This Mere Existence. The introduction begins with a quote from human rights scholar Samuel Moyne, who said, Human rights cannot stop short of the elimination of sinning and suffering in this world. They do not promise another. I have never before set myself such a daunting writing task, and I have never wanted to complete it so well. The stakes in this instance are high, nothing less than raising support for the restoration of the rights every person is born with and which so many people, through the unenlightened and inhumane ministerings of the powerful, have been forced to live and die without. As I see it, here is the plain, simple, and absolute truth. When a human being is born, she immediately possesses, by the act of birth, a range of human rights. Though variously defined over the centuries, a short list of these rights would include the right to nourishment, housing, health care, education, work, travel, and freedom from slavery, torture, or inhumane treatment. The most basic human right, of course, is the right to life itself. So sacred, so personal are these rights, so vested in each unique individual, that no one on earth, no matter how high and mighty, has the right to take them away. Yet the accounts of human history handed down to us from past generations tell a tragic story of human rights suppressed or denied by tyrants and imperial forces intent on increasing their material gain or political glory at the expense of the common people of the earth. Such behavior has produced suffering and untimely death in the four corners of the globe for thousands of years. Now and then, Men and women have condemned the violence and pleaded for a recognition and restoration of human rights and an end to suffering and the tragic taking of life. The call has come from many locations on the spectrum of human affairs, especially in the raw moments after each new atrocity committed by aggressor nations. The wording may change from person to person, but most use language similar to H.G. Wells's plea in 1940. As the people of the world were sucked into the vortex of World War II, Wells wrote, We need a new declaration of rights, and one of such a nature that it will involve an ultimate repudiation of violence and warfare from end to end of the earth. Wells added his declaration to other arguments for human rights put forward by numerous luminaries over the years, including Cyrus the Great of Persia, France's Enlightenment thinker Montesquieu, 17th century England's John Milton, A.A. Milne of Winnie the Pooh fame, and former U.S. First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt. Each of them, in his or her way, believed people everywhere should be able to enjoy basic human rights, beginning with the right to life without fear. But the message has been drowned out repeatedly by the hunger for economic, political, and military dominance. The kernel of good news in that grim assertion 
is that the travails of earthly life generally derive from the degeneracy of a relatively few people. Therein, I believe, lies hope. There are far more of us than there are of them. In this book, I propose to do several things. First, I want to trace the history of human rights, from the earliest glimmers of freedom to the present. Then, with the non-transferable, inviolable, sacrosanct, inherent, and inalienable nature of human rights firmly established, we will examine the forces that have prevented and continue to prevent people everywhere, east, west, north, and south, from living under the protection and fulfillment promised by our human rights. After that, we'll focus on now. What is the status of human rights around the world in our day? And finally, because I believe every bit as devoutly as H.G. Wells or Eleanor Roosevelt, that each of us deserves to live a life defined by our inherent human rights, we'll explore what it will take to guarantee those rights to every person now on earth and those yet to come. The suggestions I present aren't just mine. Some of the finest minds in the world have taxed themselves to come up with solutions and strategies, nonviolent for the most part, for restoring humanity to its original equilibrium. Despite the darkness that seems to have fallen over human civilization in modern times, I believe there is reason to hope for a brighter future. But this is crystal clear to me. We can only retrieve and restore our human rights together. It will take much more than a village. It will take a globe full of human beings willing to stand up and reclaim and celebrate this mere existence and the richness of rights that come with it. Whatever it takes, I dedicate my voice, my talents, my passion to the endeavor, four square on the side of human rights. I am confident we can find ways to ensure that no emperor or president, prime minister, or priest can dictate who lives and who dies with a monstrously self-serving, heartless, soulless thumbs up or thumbs down. Mere existence, and maybe a little courage, will be all anyone needs to qualify for the human rights we all deserve. That's the gist of my book. I welcome feedback from anyone who finds time to read it. It's available from Amazon Books in paperback and for Kindle. And that's it for this go-round. My email is still kellymark2 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Our theme music is Awkward Situation by Vortex. Part of the mission here is to provide a corrective to the misleading and deceitful harangues of those who have been punching the daylights out of dedicated professional journalists and the rest of us for far too long. Together, we can make a difference. I'm Mark Kelly, and this is Nailing It Down.